Welcome to this week's episode and the 200th Families That Stick Together podcast episode. Now, I do have to say it's a little more than 200 because I've had some out there like the Advent series we did this year and a couple half episodes I did in the beginning when I didn't know what I was doing. So it's a, it's a few more than 200, but we are writing this down as the 200th episode and I wanted to do something different and bring on my husband, Matt, to take the hot seat with me and record a little bit back and forth with our Together stickers. We have done this before back in August of last summer on episode 140. It was our road trip back from Nashville as we played together for date night. So you can catch that episode. It was super fun for us to do. And that's the only time he's been on here. But Matt has been my biggest fan, rightfully so, as my husband and father of our four children through this whole adventure over the last five years. And for this podcast over the last three years, he never questions what I'm going to do. He supports my ideas. He thinks that I will be able to do it. And he helps me. He encourages me. He gives me ideas. And he just, if I say, I'm, I think I'm going to launch a podcast, he just says, that's awesome. I think you'd be great at it. Go do it. And it's been a really fun ride to obviously have him along and figure out the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial <laughs> world together and go through all the ups and downs of getting a business going and just trying to understand it. But this was a really fun episode. You will hear in the beginning that it was a struggle to even make it happen, but we recorded. It was a lot of fun, and I hope that you have fun coming into a little snapshot of my relationship with Matt, our family life, and the things that really make our marriage work and the things that we've gone through over the years together. Come along, friend. Let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? And do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the paper still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mama four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend. With your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee, I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now, now the, the best parents, Jennifer and Matt Zumbiel. All right, Matt, welcome back to Families That Stick Together. 
Thanks for making time for the third time today. Yeah, for the third time today. So let's well, let's go. Yes, because we'll, we're going to just jump right in and explain why this is the third time today. We're going with things that make me go category. And this sticker says, you've got to be kidding me, <laughs> Matt. Share what today made you say you've got to be kidding me. Well, one for example happened right here not too long ago when uh, we recorded this uh, about an hour ago. And prior to having to go get Megan from dance, as soon as we finished recording the whole episode, um, you told me that you forgot to start recording. <laughs> And so that was either a um, error on your part, or you just wanted some extra time to run through some more stickers uh, with me. But uh, that's a, definitely a you got to be kidding me moment. So yeah, that would be mine. What about you? Anything else besides besides that? No, I, I think that about tops it. Yeah, we were good too. We were finished at 9.15. Uh, we had an awesome episode. You guys would have loved it. You totally would have loved it. But um, <laughs> we are going to go through this again and, and see what other questions there might be. So, yes, there are 105 in the date night game. And I can't even remember which one we started with now for that episode oh. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Yes. Well, it's pointless anyways, because it doesn't exist. So. Uh, how about moving right along to the next one? Do we have another sticker uh, that we could do here? All right. So let's just jump in to the together for date night, say the L word category. Matt, this one says, the sticker says, when I was little, I always looked forward to blank. What would you say? So for me, uh, something that I always looked forward to when I was little was uh, our family reunions. I think on my dad's side was always really fun. So we had a bigger family. I think I was one of 14 cousins and uh, we would always play softball, which was exciting. Yeah. It was just nice to see everybody. I'm trying to think if there's anything else from when I was little, obviously I could say Christmas. I mean, that's the best day when you're a kid laying in bed, Christmas Eve, you know, trying to go to sleep, but excited, you know, and, and so that would be something for me. What about you? Gosh, I feel like I could sit here and think of like so many different points in my life of, or different categories, if you want to say of seasons, school, sports. We were just talking about this the other day when I was little, I always looked forward to going to school. We never found out our classroom list ahead of time. So you, you would just go to school and walk into school and find your name outside your homeroom and see who was on your list and go in. And yeah. that was always really exciting to see who was going to be in your class. Yeah. So you should have a sticker on here that says when I was little, something I didn't look forward to, because now that you mentioned school, it reminded me of the Book It program, where for those of you out there who remember, like, which is every 80s kid. Yes. So <laughs> you would read all the books and fill in the circles on the chart next to your name for every book that you actually read. And then either if everybody reads their books or the classic got the most books read, However, the winner was they, they got a pizza party from Pizza Hut. 
(laughs) Was it a just pizza hut? I don't know, but I did not like to read. And so (laughs) I think I always had, I was always like the one pulling our class down who didn't have the circles filled in. And so for um, several years and our kids think this is funny, but I had the book uh, Spaceballs, the movie, the book in my school bag, (laughs) I think fifth grade through eighth grade. (laughs) And, you know, so many reasons, you know, it was in there for so long because you know how books would get like the crayons kind of smashed on them. (laughs) You know, that feeling, right? (laughs) They have little pieces of crayon like smashed on the glossy cover of the book. (laughs) Because I had it in my school bag for like four years. And it was the only book I read for Book It. I get out so much because our kids even (laughs) space bomb. I don't think they even know it's an actual movie. It's so horrible. Because they know it as being called Spaceballs, the movie, the book. How did we ever end up married? Because I had a book in my hand all the time. I loved books. I would always play outside, play everything, but also loved reading books all the time. I would get new books at Christmas and sit on the couch in the living room and read it till it was done. A whole chapter book. Like... 200 pages be done in a day. I couldn't even count on one <laughs> hand the amount of books I've read by like choice. That's so bad. Books are so great. You just have to find a really good book. That's what book people say. Did you read Unbroken? I forget. No, there was a movie. Oh my gosh. The movie is not. No, 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 no. The book is so good. I thought I made you read that. The book is probably like 90% of, or sorry, the movie is probably 90% oh of gosh, what the book is. 65. And guess what? It took me like two and a half hours to probably they watch the movie. Some of the best parts of the whole movie. And when we were I watching mean of the it. the whole book in the movie. When we were watching it, you probably told me about those parts in 15 minutes. Oh my gosh. I'm going to find you a book that would be really good. If anyone has a great book for their, (laughs) that your non-reading husband has enjoyed, send it my way. Yes. (laughs) All right. Moving on. We're going to go to the whisper sweet nothings category and you can pick this one, Matt. Okay. So the one that I'm picking is I love when you dot, dot, dot. So I'll let you go first. (laughs) Okay. So. Um, I love when you do the dishes along those same lines, growing up as, as a kid, I hated doing the garbage. It was the one chore that I had that I just despised. And I remember when my brother, who's seven years older, went to college, he made it official that I was the house garbage man. And so I think every, it was just traumatic. And so what I love is when I come back from driving the kids around or whatever at the end of the night. And I see that you have brought the garbage cans to the curb and they're ready to go. That to me uh, is just a, an awesome feeling. <laughs> well, I do consciously think just when I remember it is garbage day and I get the kids to gather the stuff is it together. I just said together. 
<laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> Together all the garbage. And I actually clean out all those leftovers. Remember that funny yes. thing I sent you the other day? What was that? Because we don't throw food away. We save it in containers for two weeks until it goes bad and then throw it away. <laughs> yes. Raise your hand if that is you. You empty all your containers of the leftovers you never eat. Why do we do that? That reminds me of like, what is the banana bread one that I saw? Well, I save bananas. Yes. You save bananas <laughs> and say you'll make bread out of it. No, no, no. I add them to muffin mix, prepackaged muffin mix. It makes more muffins. But there was something I saw where it said, okay, ladies, just throw the banana away. You're not going to make bread out of it. <laughs> and that was <laughs> true. Save the 59 cent banana. Because I would look at the banana rack and there was just one dangling black, <laughs> not even identified as a banana anymore hanging there. And I would say, can I throw this away? And you would say, no, I'm going to make bread out of it. And I, thought, I know it's muffins. But at the time it was bread. And I just thought, <laughs> if you can make bread out of that, none of our kids are going to eat it. No, when it gets mashed, you can't tell it was ever. Not bad. when they know it's from that banana that's been sitting up there. No, for three, they don't care. Three weeks. They're they're fine with it. But I love when you clean the dishes. Okay, well, I'll try to do that more then. It's so nice, really, when I get up from the kitchen table and you just start doing it. I feel like you're only saying this because I just walked by our counter and there are dishes out all over. Yeah, there's just dishes out because we had a busy weekend and... But Actually, you're... when I came home from the soccer game, I had left before you on Mother's Day and I came home. Thank you for cleaning all the dishes. The counter looked amazing. It was clear <laughs> by two hours later after dinner. It was a mess, but we were all tired. No one cleaned it. Yes. Yes. As soon as it was clean, about 45 minutes went by and 18 half full water bottles were there <laughs> they just come out of nowhere they're yes they they do so anyways yeah so is that okay so we're talking about this and every together question leads to another question so i'm just gonna say is there a household chore you really can't stand to do besides garbage for me um i'm trying to think no i mean i actually i like doing stuff outside the house like cutting the grass i like to do when i have time um, I, I don't mind doing laundry. Um, I, 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 maybe it's the water bottles that I don't like cleaning the, all the water bottles that we have for all the kids. Um, but no, I can't think of any, but what about you? Water bottles are so annoying. I hate tile. I hate tile grout. Yeah. See, I just don't even <laughs> see that as something to clean. Yes, you don't clean it. I Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying. I put it off because I just, I hate scrubbing sauerkraut, shower, sauerkraut, 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 and that is why when we had the chance to um, have new bathrooms, we put full shower, um, what are those called? Like a bathtub without tile on the walls. It's just Groutless. one piece. No, just, you don't order a groutless shower. It's just a, a it's just the the one piece shower you around say, the bathtub. You could say groutless, and everybody knows what we're talking about. I don't know. So I, I did think of something that 
also annoys me around the house is the um, random clothes all over the place that it, and this isn't you, but this is our kids. So, and I know Nathan sometimes does these challenges and I feel like the last six weeks, he's been <laughs> trying to do a challenge where he walks around with just one sock on. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I don't think that's conscious, but yes. So randomly, one sock will be on the counter. And <laughs> I see one sock right now. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> but it's fine if it's mine. But but so the clothes that, you know, in your opening where you talk about how the kids melted. Mm-hmm. And it's like their whole, I think that's the old opening actually. Sorry. But anyways, that is so true because Mm -hmm. I don't know what goes through our kids' heads to think that it's okay for them to just leave their clothes in the middle of a kitchen, like walkway, like a common walking area. And that just frustrates me because it doesn't make sense. I don't know if that. I I think it just doesn't even bother me anymore. It's like the grout for me then. Mm -hmm. You don't notice it except I pick up the clothes. True. And you tell me about the grout. So. Yes, that's true. Okay. Okay. So this next one, next sticker comes from the circle of trust category. And the sticker is, is it easy or difficult for you to keep a secret? I'm so good at keeping secrets. I can keep a secret for years. <laughs> Not in a bad, like what I'm trying to keep from you, that would be bad. <laughs> keep going. But I can keep a secret for, I'm good at, I'm very trustworthy. Okay. I don't, I don't feel too tempted to share a secret. I, that doesn't bother me to keep a secret. So for me, I don't, I'm good at keeping secrets. I think, I don't know people who give me secrets. So I just, I don't know who I talk to that would give me a secret. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking for you is like, when you know someone's gift, you hate keeping that secret. Yeah, maybe. I I think for me, like, does it count if I tell you a secret that somebody told me because we're married? (laughs) Well, is it like a gossipy secret? Or does it, do I need to know? If I say yes, it makes me sound bad. So (laughs) how about no, it's not a gossipy (laughs) secret. But if it's just like something random that I heard about, say, a coworker, you don't even know this coworker. Yeah. And so it's not going to change how I judge them or see them or interact. No, your day is going to go on as planned. No problem. But I think for me, it's like scratching that mosquito bite that mm. I told somebody, but it didn't really, you know, affect any, anything. I didn't really hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. So half the time, any secrets that somebody tells me, I think I just forget about it. I do too. <laughs> So maybe by default of just either, I don't know, I don't want to say not caring, but just being too busy with other stuff. I am probably pretty good with keeping secrets, big secrets. I'm good at like, if it's something big, like, you know, personal with somebody that they've confided in me, I'm not going to tell anybody that. Yes. Just in case any of my friends are listening and they have juicy secrets to tell me, (laughs) they can still tell me. (laughs) But what about, um, yeah, if, if you have a secret that we have a trip planned for the kids or something, would that be really hard for you to keep? That would be harder for you to keep than me, I think. Oh, no. yeah. Wait, why? Because you would want to tell the kids and you're excited about it. Okay. Yeah. To get them in on, on the excitement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm really good at keeping um, Christmas presents a secret and stuff. 
Yeah. I love finding out what my gifts are before I get them. Why are you like that? Yeah, it does bother me. Why are you like that? I don't know. Okay. I cannot stand (laughs) when you, I don't, we do not put Christmas gifts out under the Christmas tree before Christmas. You cannot see a wrapped gift in our home. I don't like it. The kids will sometimes, you know, if they pick theirs up at the school Santa shop, they'll maybe have their wrapped one under the Christmas tree, not us. And as soon as we pull out the gifts the next day, Matt's finding his and shaking them (laughs) and feeling around them. And then you'll just blurt out what you think it is. (laughs) But it's my gift. So why does that bother you? Because I want you to be surprised. I want to see the surprise or the um, excitement when you see what it really is instead of saying it. But like half the time, it's like a shirt that's wrapped and anybody can tell it's like a shirt. So I'm like, oh, it's a shirt. I don't want you to know it's a shirt. Or it's like, so, I mean, circle of trust. I like doing puzzles Um, and it's easy to tell if it's a box like it's if it's a if it's a new puzzle because you shake it and you hear <laughs> it's if you make it sound like you get a puzzle for every every gift <laughs> not every gift but like every Christmas probably and From so it's like a thousand piece puzzle you can <laughs> shake that and tell it's a puzzle and so you shouldn't be surprised that I'm gonna do that by now maybe what you should do is try to wrap it somehow to where I can't figure out what it mm. is with shaking it or tearing a little piece off that you don't notice to look in. (laughs) Not that I've done that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why I like to figure it out, but it's just a fun game for me to try and guess what I'm getting. Uh Is that a secret? That's just, well, you want to know the secret. You want to know the unknown. I guess you're not keeping the secret. You want, you just want to know the secret. I want to be involved. (laughs) I'm going to be part of it before it's open. So I feel maybe like I'm a part of it, but anyways, this is devolved. You don't like to be left out. Honestly, I just went, I just want (laughs) to know what's in it and shake it and see if I get, get it right. If I guess it, it's more of a game to me. Okay. So that's it, but I am good with secrets. So you are good with secrets. Okay, this one is from Together for Family Dinner, and it's the fill-ins category. The sticker says, when I smell blank, it makes me remember this memory. Am I up? I'm up. Okay, so for anybody around the the area here, uh, when you go to Kings Island, there's a certain part of the park where there's La Rosa's, which is- It's an amusement park. Yes, sorry, roller coasters, all that fun stuff. And there's a certain part of the park- that has a La Rosa's pizza. La Rosa's is a Cincinnati pizza place, tons of locations. But for some reason, when you're at the park, this the combination of the La Rosa's pizza smell mixed with the 150 degree blacktop that you're walking on <laughs> in the summer just reminds me of being a kid um, and running through that amusement park with my friends and family or whatever, waiting online for the beast, which was the big roller coaster at the time. Um, Okay. On the count of three, we're going to say which other roller coaster in the location as you're walking to that roller coaster, you can smell it and it really smells strong. 
One, two, three. Vortex. vortex. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I... it's that vortex, which isn't there anywhere, but that location of that La Rosa's, yes, is where you're like, oh, you takes like me walk... back to the early '90s, walking around. You walk over the. There's like a little hill, and then you kind of come down just a little bit, and it's blacktop, and and so you smell that blacktop, and again, every time you go, it's either pouring down rain. And horrible, or it's about <laughs> it's 120 yeah. degrees, and the blacktop's about 150. Um, so you get that smell mixed with the pizza. But the La Rosa's makes you so happy. It's so good, and it's so overpriced, but very good. Well, but, even if you don't buy it, you're just happy because yes, it's it's childhood. Yes. Ah. So, so that's good. I like that one. That would be one for me. Yeah, that's awesome because yes, that takes me immediately back to childhood at Kings Island. So that just makes me think funnel cake, same thing, being at a, a festival when you're young or walking out of Kings Island. We wouldn't go there very often when we were kids, about once a year until I got to be seventh grade or something. And then for some crazy reason, our parents let us just get dropped off there and walk walk around because in today's world, I it's too there's too many fights there. You hear about them on the news all the time. But before then, we would just go with our family and we would always get a funnel cake as we were leaving and walk out eating it and then fall asleep in the car on the way home. And so funnel cakes, I would say, remind me of that too. But I got to think of something else. Well, you did a lot of sports. What about like a stinky, like, Gross. like, like sports bag? Like for me, shin guards smelled disgusting. But like smelling those reminds you of playing playing soccer. I guess. Um, you have three brothers who all played sports. There yeah. A gross smell that reminds you. Yeah. Of- a sweaty house of boys growing up. Gross. Yeah. But um, that just makes me think of sounds that instantly take me back. Uh, one sound that I love it is so endearing to me of good memories is the sound of basketball shoes squeaking on a hardwood basketball court. Mm. I love that sound. It just sounds like growing up to me. Yes. And so that's one area where we differ because my basketball experience growing up, (laughs) um, I was always on the B team. (laughs) And to let you know how bad our B team was, I was the starting point guard. So (laughs) nobody knows what that means. Okay. And so, uh, I, it's just funny because our kids get mad when their team loses one here or one there. And I have to remind them that all through sixth, seventh and eighth grade, we only had one win on the B team. Uh, were you playing only A teams? No, we were playing other B teams. I think we were playing. There's a chance we could have been playing some C teams, but I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so that was my basketball experience growing up. Is there a sound that takes you back to a memory? I I don't know. I think it's, it's weird when with our kids in high school, uh, we were there for a meeting not too long ago and they switched classes and they had like the bong. And I remember in high school, that was like a big thing that I remember. Oh, that was the same sound that you guys had? I think so. We had the bong. We didn't have a bell. Hmm. Was it a bong over there? I that sound did not sound familiar when, that was my, when like we were school. in her school. I don't know. But that immediately took you back? Yeah, made me think of high school. I liked high school. I'm trying to think if there's any sound or smell. 
Is there a song that immediately takes you back to a moment? There's tons. Um, there's a song by Kenny Chesney called I Go Back, which <laughs> reminds me of all these times when <laughs> I played football and and uh, on the 50-yard line and all these and other ones. you go ones. back? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember all the, the rest of the song now, but yeah, it's just like that. No, I don't know. So I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. We're going to try this one from together for date night, the I do category. And this sticker says, do you have a good blooper moment from a past job? What is it? So do you have one? Well, I don't know if this is, I have a lot of blooper moments from when I taught, but I probably shouldn't share them here. Those are secrets that my students would not like me to share. True. Um, I was just, this wouldn't be a blooper moment, but when I was in my sales job, I would make calls to people in there. I, I don't know. It was small, but I called on small businesses. So somebody might have a business in their house and I would call my manager and this was before cell phone tracking or any of that GPS stuff. I would use a paper map to get where I needed to be. And I would call Scott and I would say, Hey, I am at this address. If you don't hear from me in 15 minutes, send the police. I've told oh you gosh. that, that yeah, I would tell right. him that. And he would laugh and I would laugh, but we both knew I was serious because I, why would he let me go in a call there? Scott, if you're listening, you probably don't listen, but I mean, it was, it was payroll sales and that's kind of the high stakes game that you signed up for. <laughs> I guess so. So speaking of, you must have a blooper moment from your copier sales day. Oh gosh. Days. I had, I I think copier sales in general, the whole thing was a blooper moment. But it's like Dunder Mifflin. I, I did sell. Yeah, that was bad. I had, a, you should, we should have a question about all the jobs and stuff we've done. I, um, I mean, I delivered pizza. There were, you know, bloopers in that too. For La Rosa's, the Kings Island company. So, That's right. Place, so it should bring you good memories. Yeah, it was good. I, I had a lot more bloopers uh, during interviews. I had a lot of bad experiences during interviews. I remember one time I was interviewing for a job and uh, the guy that I, the manager had um, a, a shelf behind that had all of his awards on them. And uh, I came into his office and I sat down in the chair <laughs> and the chair back like had some spring to it, like give. And so when I leaned back the back of the chair, <laughs> hit his shelf is like bookcase that had all of his awards and it rocked the bookcase back and forth and all of his awards <laughs> from the previous like 10 years that this <laughs> sales manager had achieved all came crashing down to the ground this was the within 20 seconds of me meeting him this happened and I am covering my head because if you know some of these awards, they're glass, like crystal, and they're sharp. I mean, you, I could have gotten <laughs> hurt. And uh, so I'm covering my head and he is jumping up from his desk, but leaning across trying to catch all of these awards that are falling down. <laughs> and as soon as the dust settled, the awards were there. I was safe. <laughs> he was standing. I was kind of crouched in the chair, still protecting myself. I looked at him and I said, well, this was good. 
and got up and walked out. And I, I jokingly stopped and came back in and helped him pick up the awards. Uh, side note, I didn't get that job. Uh, yeah, for some reason, he probably chose somebody else for, for that, for other reasons. But yeah, I didn't get that job. Uh, that was a funny kind of looking back now, funny moment. That is hilarious. I remember that story. Oh my gosh. Did you finish that whole interview? Yeah, it was probably shorter than it was intended to be. <laughs> so funny. I don't think I had to go out to the meter and put more change in, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of blooper moments and wondering, have I called someone by the wrong name? I'm sure I just can't think on the spot right now, a specific blooper moment, but it made me think of that electrician we had that we tried, we, we kept calling him Ray. We had him for several projects over a couple years. Nothing. It's not like he was at our house every month, but he was definitely there enough where we knew him and we'd always call him Ray. And then his bill came with his name at the top and it said Edward something yes not like edward raymond jones right it was just edward mm -hmm. and nowhere close to ray i looked at you and said oh my gosh why do we call this guy ray you said i don't know and your dad had recommended yeah. him and you your dad said is his name i asked him i said hey that electrician that you referred to us is his name ray or ed <laughs> and i think my dad said i don't know <laughs> but did he not know if it was ray or ed like like was he stuck between those two names too he was too and then i think he had <laughs> you actually called him ray ed we didn't know so hey i was like Hey, how's it going, Red? We uh, yeah, wanted to send the check or whatever it was, and I think we had to do that like twice. We had to call Red to because we just weren't sure. We made a pack that we couldn't. We said we could never ask him to do another job. We had to switch electricians because totally of this whole thing. <laughs> it was so awkward, and so now we still joke about Red. Yeah. We, but it's a shame that he lost business because we just didn't know his name. <laughs> and he might talk about that as his blooper moment in a job. True. But like in our defense, if his name really was Ed and we were <laughs> calling him Ray, don't you think he would have corrected us? Yes. <laughs> I think that's what it was, is he it had his name as Edward or something and he signed it Ed. <laughs> I think is why we thought. How did we maybe get Ray? His Ed. We don't know. I think your dad's <laughs> his name is Ray. We just caught him and said, "Hey, Ray," and he just he went, went along with, with it. <laughs> Who does that? Well, he deserved to lose bit lose business. That's oh, he was so nice. He was very nice, but right away from the beginning, he should have been like, "Oh, sorry, it's Ed." <laughs> And we'd still be using him to this day. Ray Ed. Aw. I hope he's doing well. That was it. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't wish it will on the guy. <laughs> I just wish I knew what his real name was. I know. Oh, goodness.
Okay. Since we started with things that make me go category from family dinner, do you want to pick one to end with? Uh, sure. So what today made you say, I am so grateful? I am so grateful that you are okay with, this is going to sound weird, <laughs> with handling the medical issues, including blood, which sounds gross, in our family, because I'm so grateful that you took Nathan, our sweet little seven-year-old, had to go have two teeth extracted today. And that was your job. When we knew he had to have this done, I said, oh, Matt, you're taking him. He's taken all of our children who need their teeth pulled because he's totally comfortable with that. And I'm so grateful you did that because I don't, I don't like that stuff. Yes. Well, I think, you know, for me, what I'm so grateful for was to obviously have a nice dentist who uh, took care of him and no problems. And she said he did great. So that was awesome. And I think, you know, in a marriage, you have to have that split of one person is okay with blood and scraped up knees and busted lips and noses. And in our family, that's me. And then you are the one who is okay with waking up at three o'clock in the morning to a kid who has puke in their hair and not gagging um, and possibly throwing up more on them. Uh, you're the one who handles the the puke in the snot. So I think <laughs> we have our roles definitely divided and um, we kind of know based on what we're dealing with, which parent has to kind of bandage it up or or clean it up or or whatever. That's true. I will stay up with the kid all night while they puke. That doesn't bother me. And if they're bleeding, I will go ahead and bandage them up, clean them up and send them back out the door. So, okay. So well, and on a positive note, what else today made you say, I'm so grateful besides the dentist, the dentist ordeal. Um, I think, you know, with our kids wrapping up the school year, I think grateful to have summer ahead of us and allow our schedules to get a little bit not so scheduled uh, with activities and let kids sleep in more, stay up later, you know, and uh, be able to kind of hang out more, you know, with them outside here in the next couple months. Yes. I am so grateful for that as well. I can't wait for summer. And our second child is about to graduate eighth grade in two days. Is that crazy? Yes. Is that one of the stickers? What today <laughs> made you say, is that crazy? Yeah. Every time I, I, I still feel young, like, you know, and not, not old, then I realize a, a big moment that's happening in one of my kids' lives. And it makes me think that I'm not as young as I used to be. So uh, thanks for reminding me about her graduation in no. two days. Yes. Appreciate it. We're also about to be married 19 years. Remember? True. That yeah. Is a, so. True. Yeah. But we have a seven-year-old. He's little. First grade. We've got seven more years to go before he gets to eighth grade. Yep. All right, Matt. Thanks for being here on the podcast. Thanks for making time for round three today. I will be back in 75 more episodes. <laughs> well, you were the guest for the 200th episode. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. When I signed up for this, it was just supposed to be me asking you questions, I thought, from together. I thought that's how we were going to do this, but instead it got turned into some back and forth. Yes. You were supposed to be... We're, that's fine. I Yeah. I mean, I have no problem answering these. I just thought I was going to be more like interviewing you and, and kind of flipping the... You want to do that another episode? No, I'm good. You can.
be the interviewer. On 275, I will be back to interview you. Okay, let's do it. Perfect. All right. Have All right. <laughs> Yay, I recorded. You sure? If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.